This episode of Good Times Great Movies is sponsored by Criterion Now. And you might be saying to yourself, wait, that doesn't sound like a person's name. And you're right. We actually received a donation from another podcast. Uh, that podcast is called Criterion Now. It is a weekly podcast hosted by Aaron West where he and a guest or sometimes two – um, discusses new releases through Criterion, be it uh, physical media, be it on their streaming channel, Filmstruck. If you have any interest in um, art house cinema, foreign films, classic Hollywood, it's a really great podcast to sort of key you in on what's happening on the Criterion front week to week. Uh, also, if you dig through past episodes, uh, you might hear me. On at least two of them. And by at least, I mean exactly two of them. So that is Criterion Now. Find it wherever you find podcasts. So let's get on with the show. This movie puts the ham in George Hamilton. Jamie, uh -huh. let's go watch Zorro the Gay Blade. Welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. We are an 80s movie podcast. Uh, I am one of your two hosts. My name is Doug McCambridge. And with me, as always, is Jamie Lorello. This did bring up, I thought about it right before we started to record, other oh, movies please. that had double actors. I didn't think of it while watching, but but right before we we're going to record, there's I said, a, there's there's a, a lot. lot. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot. Um, I mean, that's a thing. I just watched The Full House where Uncle Jesse's <laughs> cousin from – where was Uncle Jesse Greece? from? Greece? Wasn't he Greek? Greece, yeah. yes. His <laughs> Greek cousin came and it's just John Stamos with a mustache. That's awesome. It is terrible. Did they let him wear a toga or did they – He was hitting on Aunt Becky. He was borrowing money. He was oh. hustling Joey out of money and cards. Yeah, he was bad news, but it was sort of like, you know, in in the end, he realized, who's my real family anyway? It's Danny Tanner and the <laughs> gaggle that lives in that house. It's D. Tanner and the so, Full House crew. Yeah, yeah. Although he did try and, like, swindle a bunch of – like, he held a whole charity function. Somehow this guy from Greece oh. that just showed up – managed to put together an entire charity function and then was going to take all the proceeds and hop a plane. What a swindler. So, was it right, Jesse exactly. or Joey that caught him? It was it was everybody but Jesse. Oh, Jesse. So they all had to convince him by secretly why am I telling you the plot of this <laughs> terrible show? In the end, Becky put a microphone in a vase of flowers. And they oh, so they were very I spy about it. All right. Yeah. Well, she forgot to turn it on and then realized she didn't turn it on and then had to do the whole spiel again. It was pretty rotten. <laughs> Even Carla, who watches Full House, I think, every night, was like, This is a terrible one. Why are you still watching this? <laughs> I couldn't stop. You couldn't stop. It was the duality that got you. Yeah. 
So before mm-hmm. we haven't done a whole lot of housekeeping recently. Oh, let's, but before let's we jump into our movie, I don't even want to say what the movie is yet. That's I mean, everybody knows because they hit play on their little podcast thingy, so they know what the show is, <laughs> but or the movie. Um if you're listening to this when it comes out on Friday, mm-hmm. big news, we have our first bonus episode coming out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Be excited so, about it. If you are a current patron, mm-hmm. you have to go to the Patreon page and the episode is there. So you can just hit play. It's, it's only yours. open to patrons. Yep. If you're not a patron, go to patreon.com slash movies, And if you donate just a dollar, that episode opens up for you. You get it. And it's a full episode. It clocks in at like an hour 25. So it's actually <laughs> longer than some of our episodes. <laughs> And there are things that we do in regular episodes, like this nonsense that you're hearing now, that we don't do in the bonus episode. So it is <laughs> quite a conversation. And Jamie, would you like to even say what the movie is? Because I don't, why not? Sh- should we? Yeah, just say. Because maybe that'll entice people because... I don't think we should say. You think, you're, oh, we're going to entice say. people to be patrons. I see what you mean. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe it'll be like, that sounds gross. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to give these idiots money. Well, it's 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 a movie that I, I if you know, then you should definitely. Either way, you should, you need to know our views on it. It's, sure. And you don't blame me. You don't blame Doug. Nope. You blame it on Rio is what you're going to blame it on. <laughs> Please, that please blame that episode on Rio. <laughs> blame the movie on Rio, I guess. Yeah. Can mm-hmm. you blame an entire movie on uh, City? Um, no. If you can, this movie where <laughs> a very old and I, I had to look, and Michael Caine is forty three in the movie. Yeah, real life, fifty years old. Oh, has an affair with his. Friend's daughter, yeah. 17 years old, 17. who in real life was 17 years old. <laughs> it is It's gross. saucy. It's saucy, people. <laughs> it is, yes. Yeah. If you want to hear us at our most depraved and disgusting, <laughs> go on and listen to that episode. That's a gift. Because it will never be released to the rest mm-hmm. of the public because I'm embarrassed for things we probably <laughs> said. And what my eyes did see, yes. All right. Well, anyway, and that will always be there. Remember, everything bumps up. All bonus episodes after this bump up to the $5 patronage. Yeah. But this one will always be for any donation you can listen to this. So even if you don't have a dollar today, but you have one eight months from now. And you want to blame it on someone. <laughs> and if you're not going to listen to us talk about it, please don't watch that movie. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this movie. Which is not nearly as offensive as Blame It on Rio. It wasn't I, nearly as offensive as I thought it was going to be, to be honest. No, me neither. It, I was um, I was expecting kind of bad things from this movie. A lot of uncomfortableness, awkwardness, yep. a lot of... And yep. I didn't get that. I no. didn't. No, there was... And maybe this makes me a horrible human being. Huh? There were no moments in this movie where I kind of cringed and went, ooh, you shouldn't have said no. or done. No. It, when it happens, it's played for laughs it's so, so silly. over the top. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's so silly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, the movie is called Zorro, colon, The Gateway. <laughs> 
from 1981. Well, there's many. Oh, there's a ton of Zorro. Yeah, a lot movies. of different Zorro movies. So you got to be specific when you when you're interpreting the legend of Zorro. Yeah, I I think at the end of the last episode, I told people to maybe just watch the original Zorro. Mm-mm. But there's no. like. 40 Zorro oh, movies yeah. before this one, and I don't even know that any of them are just called Zorro. No, and they all have, well, but this one, this one brings it all to a different level, I feel. And God love George <laughs> Hamilton. God love him. Yeah, that dude, I don't, George Hamilton is one of those people, and even after watching this movie, I still uh-huh. ask, why do people know who George Hamilton well, is? Well, <laughs> <laughs> because it's like it's one of those things where I remember, you know, Lewis Gossett Jr. Uh-huh. is a name that I know, okay, and an actor that I know, okay. And for the longest time, I was like, wait, how do people know about Lewis Gossett oh, Jr. Right, right. because it can't be from Iron Eagle? Nobody saw that. But then I finally saw an officer and a gentleman, and I went, oh, oh. Lewis Gossett Jr. Yeah. But George Hamilton, like. Is there – I looked through his extensive IMDb. And it is extensive. extensive. I agree. It is extensive. The man does work. But nothing jumped out at me. I do think that one of the things that he was – by the way, he was nominated for Academy Award for this role that he played in this movie. No, Jamie, no. That he was. correct. Mm-hmm. No. He was nominated. No. I promise I you. I refuse to believe this. <laughs> oh, not, a, not an Academy Award. Sorry, a Golden Globe. It was an Academy <laughs> Award. I take that back. You're right. For a award, was not an Academy really? Award. Yeah. Well, I guess Golden Globes uh, uh, in a comedy because they comedy and musicals together. Okay, so it was for comedy. I'm going to assume that there was no other comedy made in 1981. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he did. He was. I think. I guess he was kind of known as a serious actor, but I agree with you that I didn't really know anything that he had done or remembered. I think he's obviously very handsome or like chiselly. Had a certain look about him. Um, yes, with the tan skin and the and I think he was in I think it's Love at First Bite. It was a it was a Dracula kind of yes comedy. Um, uh-huh. But that's the only other thing. But I don't even yeah. know that. Yeah. I didn't even. I don't think I've seen that. He's very tan. Very. He's very tan. Very tan. And that's what he's known for. And that's good enough. That's fine. That's good. And he's very funny. I have to say, I. I thought he was very funny in this movie. I mean, he just – this is George Hamilton's movie. I think everybody else is just kind of hanging out and this is a George Hamilton – Oh, it's a it's a fiasco, a fiesta, if you will, of, of George Hamilton just – although He plays <laughs> two characters and he also plays one of the characters at one point dressed in drag. So it's almost like he's playing three characters. Yeah, yeah. He t- and he takes them each. What about that scene where he does the one face and then he switches and he's the other face when he's kind of transforming from gay Zorro? Oh, we, uh, I, I have, and I have many questions you, about this movie. I have to tell you, I didn't know like until – until the, the, the switch is made, because we don't really see the gay Zorro till like, what, at least, like, 40 minutes in, oh, 30 minutes I, in? I had to look at the timestamp, and it was 45 minutes so into this movie I, before anybody gay, quote-unquote, shows up in a movie called The Gay Blade. But that's why I'm watching it, and I thought just George Hamilton playing the, the Don... The character he was playing, I thought, well, I guess he's just playing a subtle gay. Because he did. He had heavy eyeliner. He was sort of, you know, flamboyant. So I just thought, well, he's then when you meet the real gay Zorro, I was like, oh, no, no, this is the gay Zorro. 
But when we first meet him, you have to wonder. Yeah, the gay Zorro is slightly more effeminate than the not gay Zorro. The not gay Zorro is like a metrosexual or something. He's just yeah, like, exactly. yeah. He still likes yeah, that's to what look I was good. thinking. Yeah. I was like, oh, is the big reveal that Zorro's just gay yeah. <laughs> the end of this? But then, no, they, they up their gay game. Um, oh, my God. Yes. So let's um, let's get – I mean, other than George Hamilton, there's like Laura Hutton. Lauren, Lauren Hutton. Yeah, with the gap, is, the beautiful gap. Ron Liebman is the other actor that plays – I just wrote down the, comp, the commander, Esteban. And he – I kept is, calling him the mayor and I was like, he's not the mayor. But I was I, like, I, commander, mayor. He's like the guy in charge of the t- – <laughs> he is – his volume control was off the roof. Like he yep. was – very, but I thought. See, I thought that the supporting cast did a great job too. He yeah. was he was best when he was on screen with George Hamilton. Oh, their interactions he together. To say, I'm going to out George yeah. Hamilton. George Hamilton <laughs> yes. in this scene, and George Hamilton was like, "Fuck you, no way." Totally. I'm George Hamilton. Totally. This is my movie. <laughs> yeah, their scenes together are like it's like watching Dynamite. It's just like it's fun. Jamie, speaking of Lauren Hutton. Are she and Beverly D'Angelo the same person? For the longest time, I was like, <laughs> one has oh, a gap Beverly in her D'Angelo. teeth, the That's... other one doesn't. It, they do have very uh, similar. My God, um, is there? And... Listeners, I have a job for you. Is there a picture of the two of them together? Because I think they're the same person. <laughs> I think she's been collecting two paychecks from Hollywood. All right. So oh. let's get into this All movie right. because it's not a very long movie and there isn't a whole lot that happens. I think this is – and I've said this before and that we've spoken for an hour 40 minutes. But I don't think there's a whole lot happening in this movie. Well, Maybe I'm wrong. You're looking at me like I am wrong. I know there is so much to I go over. Some, this was I thought some of the, the lines in here were really fun and funny. I thought some of the timing in here was really great. I agree that like a lot like you can kind of summarize this and then and this and that. Yeah. Um because sometimes my husband will watch these with me and sometimes he just does not. So he, he didn't this time. He watched I think the last ten minutes. And I was able to just sum, get him to the quick in like two. So in reality, there's not a lot that happens, but at the same time... Right. Well, um, I mean, you could say that about any movie. I remember watching um, Goodwill Hunting with somebody, uh-huh. and at the end of the movie, they were like, I could have told that story in 10 minutes. Like, well, yeah, <laughs> anybody could. You could say that. Yeah, like any, it's like, true. You could tell true, Star true. Wars in 10 minutes. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything. You're right. You're All right. right. So for some reason, and it doesn't really make sense that the movie starts with like newsreel footage. Is this oh, newsreel footage of Zorro? Yeah. It's, it reminded me very much of like a Three Amigos movie. Yes. Yes. It started out with a little kind of black and white Zorro yeah, black and white, like, oh, he helps poor people, yeah. and he's kind of like a Robin Hood, I guess. Yes. Um, just to, I guess, establish, and the reason I thought it might be a newsreel is to establish that Zorro is a real person. He's yeah. like a real character mm-hmm. that exists. So right. this movie isn't about the birth of Zorro because he's already he's doing it. In action, right. When or have done starts. it. Yes. Right. Yes, yeah. has done it. People because... know of him. So we are greeted to George Hamilton after this. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's wearing, he just, the outfits in this movie, Jamie, even when he's not the gay blade. Like I at the know. beginning, he's laying in bed with this woman wearing all white, <laughs> all white, like a big 
blousy, puffy shirt that is open to the navel <laughs> with like a huge silver medallion right. around his neck That's right. and tight white pants. <laughs> An extreme eyeliner, always. When he's not the gay blade, he's wearing so much, like, smoky eyes. It's ridiculous. The eyeliner is shocking because <laughs> the camera sometimes is so tight on his face. I'm like, it's not like you're in the theater and you just need to make everything more extreme so people in the back can see it. Right. No, this is a movie and they're just painting his face with this eyeliner. Yep, yep. But it's part of his look. It's part of, I guess, his, like, handsome man look. Uh, and again, it, for, for the first 40 minutes of this movie till we meet the other gay, I thought this was our gay Zorro. The other gay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you just let that slip. You're like, I'm pretty sure they're both gay. One is just more flamboyant. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> because so- I think you're right. <laughs> so, so he's in bed with this woman mm-hmm. who... Through casual conversation, you realize that they are having an affair because very quickly this woman's husband comes in through the window. Yes. And then her brothers or his uncles or his – he's got reinforcements. Right. Yes. Come through every door. It is great because there's like eight doors to this room and at one – at the same time, every um, door opens and a guy yeah. with a sword jumps through. Uh, yeah, it is funny. And then there is some funny banter that happens when he enters by, him, by himself before, because mm-hmm. uh, Zorro's telling – or at the time, he's just Don. He tells him, like, you know, I'm much younger than you. You know I could take you down. Why are you even here trying to fight me? And right. then the brothers, too, come out from, like, <laughs> all the doors. And But it's really no match, right? He's, no, Zorro's amazing. I mean, he's he's not, not Zorro, Zorro yet. yet. He's Don. His name is Diego. Don Diego, uh, something or other. I do. So we also meet now um, Don Diego's brother. So he's got his gay brother, and then he has Wait, like is his that semi- his brother? I thought he calls him his brother, Paco the mute. Yes. Yes. So he's got a, another brother that's a mute. I did not think he was a brother, but okay. I'm, I'm I thought to that's go what he that. called him. But maybe I not. thought he was just his sidekick. Maybe I don't he know. meant maybe he means brother as like my friend, my very close mute friend. But he does join the fight, um, kind of busts in the door too. Um, <coughs> they have some funny interactions too, and he because he's mute, so he just kind of signs, mm-hmm. but not using sign language, using his own weird yeah. He body doesn't language. do sign language. Mm-mm. He just kind of moves his body and his hands in weird ways, mm-hmm. and Diego understands what he's saying. Yep, yep. And they have a very fun, uh, very fun little relationship. But well, he... it's a fun little interaction yes. as Diego is dispatching all of these guys, <laughs> and his dumpy little mute is like every now and then he'll just like bump a guy with his gut or something, mm-hmm. and the guy will fall over. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but he takes these guys down, and now he's got to leave. I think he tells her, adios, make me amor. Take care of yourself. And he leaves. <laughs> and he jumps right down. He jumps out the window into a carriage. Yeah. And there they go. They're off. And this is – I wrote down some lines. I love this line because he goes to Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. I love it when he shows up and he <laughs> oh, goes, God. Los Angeles, California, the birthplace of – me. <laughs> I wrote that one down. Too. I love that. He's so grand about it. Yeah. It is kind of, I, 
it, it was hilarious because he says it's it so, really funny yeah. because I did not expect that uh-huh. at all. I mean, you understand that he's full of himself, but that took it to a whole other level. Well, and then he's <laughs> shocked that he's in in this birthplace and that no one's come to greet me at the at the waters. No one's here to like <laughs> yes, celebrate no, that I'm back. Yeah. Yeah, he oh says something God. about like, why is there not a parade? Yeah. I do think it's funny. You wondered. I think it's supposed to take place in like the eighteen hundred. Like it's. I don't know what timeline we're looking at here because Maybe. he rides up and yeah, he kind of. Then he looks like Sherlock Holmes for a minute. But anyway, he uh, yeah, he rides up and then they meet. I didn't know at the time who it was. I'm like meets the Prince of L.A. Like who is this commander guy that he then runs into? Who are old? They're old buddies, right? They're so, old childhood friends. Yes. Yes. Uh, and this guy's name. What's his name? Uh, Esteban. Esteban. Mm-hmm. So he meets him who's – he's like a military captain. He's in you know right. uniform and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, his wife is there and it seems like when they were younger, I guess they both had a thing. Seems like woman. they openly say. They go back and forth. They explain it through dialogue. Oh, remember? We had a rivalry in school. Don't you remember? You thought you were going to marry my wife. And no, look, I'm married to her now. And every time this woman talks, I'm like, she just finished a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> like she, she is has the rest. She is very talk. husky voice. But she, too, I think does a really great performance when she gets all upset and worked out. Yeah, she's very husky voice. But uh, she's not thrilled to be married to this commander, this Esteban. She could tell she's would probably much mm-hmm. rather be with um don diego yes right yes yeah we Um, find out some interesting things about the relationship later but yes and now we also find out this is when he breaks the news esteban breaks the news to don diego that his father has passed (laughs) and when he tells him how his father passed um his horse was threatened by a turtle (laughs) (laughs) yep but don't worry, he tells them the turtle was executed. Yeah, the turtle was executed. <laughs> and then I think she gets upset about the turtle because maybe it was like a pet turtle of hers. Like, I feel like that happened know. too. But just that right there. They explain that the father has died and he's kind of like comically upset. Like, what? My father? Oh, no. And he's like, yes, he was on his horse and he was startled by a turtle. A tortuga! A tortuga! No! I, I think what this movie really does well at times is a lot of its humor that it's like throwing in your face and they're yelling and they're screaming and stuff isn't all that great but they always like have these lines that are just so matter of fact as characters are walking away or as the scene is Uh ending that I felt worked so much better than so much of the other stuff in this movie (laughs) and that's just one of those weird things where he says it was executed (laughs) And I even had to say, wait, I thought they were talking about a turtle. Are they talking about a human being? <laughs> no, because he says, no, a tortuga. No. Oh, my God. I love it. Um, Diego gets very sad, very melancholy, right? Um, yeah, he goes to the he goes to his father's grave. Yeah. Visits his father's mm-hmm. grave. Um, and when he gets back to town, the captain is, like, elected the leader of the town. It's very weird how it happens. And, and it's... It's it's like th- not just the town. He's almost like the head, almost like a like a mafia head of the family kind of guy. Because it's all these leaders from the different parts, really, of Southern California, San Bernardino, um, mm-hmm. uh, Los Angeles. There's all these different parts of Southern California that kind of merge together. All these leaders, these 
I don't know what you want to call them. Basically, yes. He is now the leader of this area. Yes, area. Or, or the, 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 the village. The, the guy in yes. charge. Yes. Like, everybody has to collect taxes from their district and then bring them to him. Right. That's kind of the deal. That's all you really need to know about who he is. Yeah. But, yes. But, but as and he's – oh, go ahead. You should know the villagers are not happy or the locals, the, the people that live amongst his kingdom or, or yeah. reign are unhappy. Um, they they poor treatment and, and their wages and just their lifestyle overall, right? Right, right. Yeah. Somebody even says something like, I'm already paying almost all of my money. How am I possibly supposed to pay more of it <laughs> right. to you? right. So, yeah, so he's basically taking as much money from these people as possible. But Lauren Hutton shows up dressed all in purple. She looks like she got off the set of Gone with the Wind. And <laughs> she does have this big here. old. She's distributing flyers. Like, she is a for the people, for the little man crusader. But it's very funny that she, they're obviously in a Hispanic Mexican town area and she's a white woman with blonde hair and she yeah. shows up and is trying to convince these 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 people that they need to revolt basically um and go against um you know just just she's fight for their rights good in this movie she is not i think she does good. enough i, mean, I guess she role. does what she's supposed to do yeah and I, I liked know. her the way her character was written as like yeah i i wouldn't say it was probably her strongest performance by any means but um I do think that this – because she has an interaction with George Hamilton um, where he's talking to her and everything. He's like, why are you doing all this? What's what's so bad about oh, – yeah. you know, and everything. And she – and they go back and forth and there's a lot of exposition. You realize that she's good right. and that the mayor guy is bad. Basically, that's it. But the whole time, her big billowy dress, there's kids under it. Oh, like, yeah, they're playing you know, in it. There's like yeah, three or four kids. They lift it up and they're laughing and they just go under. And I'm like, oh, she's going to see them and be upset. Nope, not at no, all. No, she that continues is... her chatter. No, they do have some funny banter, though, because um, she talks about how the soldiers are like policing the town and, and uh -huh. the peoples. And he calls them the peoples of the town. And he's like, the soldiers His accent are... <laughs> is out well, of this is what he tells her. He's gonna... in this movie. So first he tells her the, 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 about the ships in the field. He's talking about, I think, growing up where he was and, mm -hmm. and seeing the yep. ships in the field. And she was like, really? I don't know about the ships in the field. Talk to me about those. You know, the ships. The ba-ba-bas. <laughs> because his accent isn't Hispanic. It's, it's like... Hispanic and Italian. Oh, it's and so French fun! It's so fun. Together. And then when he comes back later as the gay blade, and he's got the you're, oh, it's so fun. They the other banter that they have is that that he is telling her like, I know you're a rich woman. Like, why are you out here doing this? Why are you right. trying to fight for the poor when you yourself you're a woman with three first names? You must be rich yourself. Because um, I think her name in the movie is like. I don't know, Mary Catherine Alexander or something like that. Um, it is. She's got three names. It is Charlotte Taylor Wilson, which is oh, okay. the least ethnic name <laughs> that you can possibly have. Charlotte Taylor Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets back to, I guess, his family home. I guess that's yeah. where he's living. Yeah. 
Um, and an elderly woman brings a casket Consuela. up. And Consuela. Poor old lady. She's got <laughs> a casket, a huge black casket that his dead father is in, presumably, strapped to her back. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he makes her take it in. First, it's just put it By wherever the, you yeah, want. The, and as he's talking, it's just like, what, no, put it over there. And then they'll talk some more. And he's like, no, no, over there. Why are you? No, you have to put it over there. And she takes it to like three she locations dra- in the room. She drags it all over the room as he kind of misdirects her. The whole time having a conversation with Paco, his mute brother. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> About how much he, he's kind of falling for um, the uh, Lauren Hutton's character. Sure. Um, and so, but this, this coffin does come, right? And I thought the same thing. I thought it's the body of his father. But there's So a- did I. And then I was like, well, wait, wait. He was just at the mausoleum. Yeah. This can't be, but no. no. It contains mm-hmm. his father's secret identity mm-hmm. because his dad was Zorro. Yeah. Always has been. He gets the mask and he gets the whole outfit and yep. the sword. The gloves, the sword, sure, he gets it all. Right. Now, there is a note yes. attached that he reads that his father left. And it does say, like, um, whichever one of you brothers gets this first. Right. This is your destiny. Um, and that's why I didn't think Paco was a brother because. But maybe he's like that Kennedy, you know, that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe you're you know right. That, you know that Kennedy that they put away. Sure, and they... right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can be right. Or or who was, uh, who was Bill Clinton's weird brother? Oh, guy? yeah. That they just don't talk about. And they're just like. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe that's what Paco was. Because he does, he too, he's got like red hair, right? And he's like a red-haired white guy. I I don't know. I don't know. Paco at times, not at times, because Paco kind of disappears from this movie after a while. Yeah, he does. But, and we're getting there. When they go to that costume party and he dresses as a bear (laughs) is my favorite part of this whole movie. (laughs) When they ride their horses. So, 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 so Diego decides to put on this Zorro outfit and go uh-huh. to a costume ball because the mayor leader of the city is having a big party after his inauguration. They have these all the time, apparently. The mayor and his wife—they love to have these balls, right? That's later on. <laughs> I was like, balls. "Oh wait, the big climax is at a costume ball. We already did this." But <laughs> so they're having, so they're going to a costume party. Diego decides to put on the Zora outfit because that's fun. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the outfit. Paco shows up dressed as a bear. And the running gag is nobody seems to know that he's supposed to be a bear. Where clearly he looks like the bear in The Shining. He looks so much like a bear. It's clearly a bear. But I love it. Even uh, Don Don says to him, Don Diego is like, oh, and he's so funny because he's kind of cute with Paco. He's like, oh, but are you a puppy doggy? You look like a doggy. I don't know. And he feels bad for hurting his feelings. He's like, come on. It's okay. We go. We go to the party. It's going to be fun. And they do. They ride off um, to the ball, right? Don't they ride horseback? And you see them, yeah. him in his bear costume riding. <laughs> it's so um, great because nobody oh my and understands he's a bear. Oh, my God. And the, I love it because on the way they run into uh, a guy who is getting robbed, an old man who yes. just lives in a little hut, an old man with a little girl. 
and a guy mm-hmm. seems to be taking their money. Yes. And he says, I am now going to be Zoro. This is my identity now. It's my destiny. He's thrilled. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. my destiny. I'm mm-hmm. going to embrace this. Mm-hmm. And so he chases this guy down, and they both hit a tree branch and both fall off their horses. And then kind of just have <laughs> oh, yeah, a fist yeah, yeah. fight, which is fun. <laughs> but the best is when Paco shows up, and the guy is so freaked out <laughs> that he has yeah. this weird companion yeah. in a creepy <laughs> animal costume. <laughs> And at that point, I don't even think he was going to give him the money that he stole. But when Paco shows up in a bear outfit, he's like, ah, here, just take this. <laughs> Keep that so thing creepy, away from yeah. me. <laughs> but it works. And he gets his first thrill of helping the poor, right? Of 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 being the Zorro, fulfilling his destiny. This is when he does his first um, signature Zorro uh, on the door. He tells the poor man, says, oh, I can never thank you enough. What? Who please tell me who you are? And uh, Don, Don Diego or Zorro now makes the Z on his door, uh-huh. and he and looks at him and goes, "You mean you're the number two? I love it because he's like, "Do you know what that is? Do you know what that symbol is? <laughs> That's the number two. <laughs> no, it isn't." And he insists, <laughs> "My daughter goes to school. That's how they teach." My teacher. That's the number two. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. But so it's so fun. he returns the money. And I do yeah. like he has a great line as they're leaving where he says that he is going to help the helpless, befriend <laughs> the friendless, defeat the feetless. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It is, it is really good. And he even says that, oh, the timing, the, the delivery was great. And then they go off. They go, now they head to the ball, right? Um, mm-hmm. Where Paco is eventually not allowed in, right? Don't they stop Paco? They call him a beaver, I think, at one point. Again, nobody knows. <laughs> For yep. some reason, I don't know who is invited to this ball. Everyone is. Or does she sneak in? Because the Lauren Hutton's character does appear at this ball. And she refuses to wear a costume. Yeah, right? it's really weird because... If there's none of the peasants seem to be allowed in. No, did you notice no. That every single peasant is wearing the same sombrero. At one point, they're <laughs> all outside, and it's a shot from the back. And I was like, "Oh my! It's every single hat is just the same. <laughs> it is exa- no decoration, no different colors. It's like fifty of the exact same." <laughs> hat. I didn't. But you're know. right. Yeah. Why was she invited to this party? Because. I don't- I don't know if she was invited or she just because just, she's such she's a protester. It? Yeah, she's right. just coming to kind of give the commander what for again or the mayor, whatever he is, what for. And mm. But during all this time, like, I mean, he literally just got this outfit. Uh-huh. And now he's going to this ball and news of this Zorro has been spreading. Well, I think that the guy that was stealing the money was really one of his, like, thug tax collectors. And oh, he, he was, was. He was the guy with the eye right? patch that you uh-huh. see several times. So I think he movie. reports back right away the Zorro. And right. remember, like you said in the beginning when they set it up, Zorro does is sort of legendary. So the fact that right. he might be back. I guess know, he's, you know. One must know how, wonder. We, yeah, we don't know how old his dad is. But I guess he's probably been out of commission for a while. So, yeah, sure. I guess it would be a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... Oh, go ahead. No. So, um, so this party starts, and and all the talk about is about Zora. Like you said, Lauren Hutton won't 
wear a costume, so she has to go with the wife or something and put on a costume. Oh, the wife is angry about it because this is her oh, party. Is she so takes her angry. party yes. very seriously. She yes. also takes um, Don Diego very seriously and wants to dance with him in his Zorro costume, right? So then mm-hmm. she gets to dancing with him and the um, Esteban sees this and he wants to fight, right? Yes, immediately because – his guys are like, hey, that's that dude. Yep, that that's the Zorro, us, right? He's here at this party, uh-huh. he does call him Zero. He keeps calling him Zero. <laughs> yeah, at this, um, yeah, and they fight immediately. Oh, um, and it's quite the fight with lots it of candles. Is a long fight. Lots I gotta of... tell you, I was not into the fight scenes in this movie because they just kept dragging on and on well there was nothing ultra exciting that happened happened. yeah it wasn't like they did fancy flips or this was one of the more exciting ones because they were so close to so many candles at so many points during this fight that i kept thinking something was gonna light on fire and this was gonna get even crazier and that never happened and i was ready for like and he does it later in the movie but like you know like a slash and yes. all the candles and the, fall down. Mm-hmm. No, nothing. You realize later why they couldn't destroy it because later in the movie they have to have the same party with the same decorations and yeah. everything. <laughs> That's what really it is. It is. <laughs> it's exactly the same. This is though, he just must fall at some point because uh, Esteban says to him, oh, you're clumsy, my friend. And he was like, oh, if I was your friend, I would be have to have to be more than clumsy. I would be stupid as well. Which I thought was another great line. That's um, pretty good. And then he he cuts Esteban's pants off, right? Is that how he? That's the he way he wins. His, he cuts yeah. his pants off uh, like several times. Not several times, but he cuts his pants and they kind of fall down. But then he has to cut more. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. Really fall down then. <laughs> And he's able to make his escape. Right. Through the toy soldiers. Isn't it interesting the way um, oh, yeah. Esteban's soldiers are dressed like toy soldiers from like Babes in Toyland? <laughs> well, <laughs> I think those are accurate outfits for that time period. <laughs> but yeah. And he's he's flirting with Lauren Hutton the whole time as yes, well. Yes, of course. Um and he does get like a little cocky and, and ends up falling out the window. Well, he's so proud of himself that he's really doing this. He's living out his destiny. He's fighting the bad guy. He's mm-hmm. winning. He's and so he's like, Yes, my people, like I am here, I'm Zoro and he falls out the window and he breaks his ankle or he hurts his ankle his foot very badly. Yeah, he, he breaks I guess he breaks his foot or something, and I love it how He does give a ridiculous grin before he falls down. He's oh, got yeah. this like George Hamilton, like, shiner. (laughs) After that happens and he limps away, Uh um, Esteban's henchman, I think it's still the guy with the 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 patch eye, yeah. Says in the weirdest way, he's like, he hurt his foot. Now he'll be easy to find. I'm like, what? How did you piece that together? He's just going to look for everyone in the town and outside. With a bad ankle, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they kind of do that because immediately we're back at Zorro's house. Yeah. Yeah. And the mayor or whatever, Esteban's wife shows up. That's right. And she, she puts a ladder up to his window, climbs the ladder, is all over Diego. But I like you know, how he's she in bed explains. and his foot hurts. Yeah, he's in bed. He mm-hmm. really doesn't want any part of her. I think he's more, first of all, he's kind of got a new crush going on with the protest. Exactly, and uh, he's he's found his destiny. So she really is like this little toss with her is really nothing, and she's pretty. I like how she explains to him that um, 
she's unhappy in her marriage. They have sex 12 times um 12 times a year. Is what she says and he we make love 12 times a year and he was like, "Well, that's not bad. That's once a month." Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Once a month. She's like, awesome. "No, it's once one night." He just does it for 12 times. And I love it because then he's like, 12 in one night? What's his trick? What does he do? It's, She's like, a lot of garlic. That's one of those things where the joke is they have sex 12 times in one night and no more for the rest of the year. But the real joke is when he's like, what does he eat? Does he eat something special like oysters? He does. He has the rat oysters. So at this same time, though. Like, uh-huh. I guess Diego has realized that his good friend who just showed up in town did not attend the costume party, which everybody's in costume. How does he know? How does he really know it? So he decides to go immediately to his house. And say, where were you? But I still think, I mean, I don't know. Throughout this movie, uh, maybe I'm giving Diego more credit than he deserves. But there Mm -hmm. are several times where he seems to suspect his friend of being Zorro. And this is... Like, immediately, I think that he thinks it's his friend. <laughs> I think that he does. Well, plus, and the wife has to hide, by the way. And she hides in the coffin where the Zorro outfit is. Yes, exactly. But I guess he this didn't is, hang it back part, up in there, right? You you must have noticed the eyeliner before I did because when they're talking, this is the point in my notes where I wrote he wears an obscene amount of eyeliner. <laughs> he does. When he's talking to the mayor or the to, when he's when talking, he's talking to, to the mayor. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, he busts right into his room and he's like, this guy named Zorro showed up. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, and he, where were you? Yeah. And, you know, George Hamilton is like, oh, I'm sleepy or something. I forget what the excuse uh, is Yeah, I think he, he says he's, he wasn't feeling well. Right. And he's laying in bed. And Diego does suspect him of being Zorro because mm-hmm. he wants to see him walk. Oh, that's right. This is when that Yes. It is <laughs> such a – this is the – this is so – Hammy and weird. Oh. I knew this movie was strange before this scene, but this is one of those scenes where they are trying to out ham one another, or and it's something. So is happening. fun! I thought it was so fun. So yeah, he wants to check. He says, you know, well, the, the, the Zorro, you know, if I know, he is, he's putting things together. Like, well, you weren't at my party, and Zorro was. And where were you then? He and wears a lot of eyeliner. Yeah. You wear you a wear lot of eyeliner. Right. And he's not, yeah. And so he does. He says, well, the thing is, is he hurt his foot. So if he hurt his foot, he wouldn't be able to jump or run in place or do some <laughs> dancing or do all this crazy stuff. And he has him do these things one <laughs> after another. And, and they do it together. Yeah. They do it together. <laughs> and this is not the only time in this movie when they will do weird Things and motions and body movements oh. and dances together. And it's Esteban just shouts at him the whole time. <laughs> just shouts at him, run, walk, step, jump, turn, kick. And you can see this weird agony, but then it's it's just, it happens all really fast. Um, but he's easy. He's quick to cool down, too, because immediately he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm just, yeah. I'm just this Zorro guy. He has me totally out of control. <laughs> and then he stabs the coffee because he's like, I just, I'm so angry sometimes. <laughs> he can't control his temper. And he stabs the, the coffin where he thinks the wife is. And uh, 
Z- no, no, Zorro, no, he doesn't know the wife's in he, there. No, he doesn't, but Don right. Pop or Don Diego does. Right, right yeah. So he, like, looks at it like, oh, no, he just stabbed his... I think he listens even for a heartbeat at the coffin. Uh-huh. This is a good part here, too, because after he stabs the thing, he's just trying to get him out, and he turns around and sees that his mask is oh, yeah. like, on the dresser, uh-huh. and he runs over and picks it up and starts wiping Dusting the mirror. with it, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I and hope then, you'll find the sword okay. Yeah, and yeah. basically Diego's like, all right, okay, you have things to do sorry i gotta go find right. the zorro guy and right. and everything um and it is revealed that his wife is okay yes she's fine yes, she pops out she was kind of hiding off to the side in the in the coffin and uh she's she's thankful it's scared startled but but thankful um right right yeah i think she even thanks the fact that she has tiny breasts i think is what she's yes yeah right yes. so then and again this movie is called Zora the Gay Blade. Sure. There is no gay blade. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, and, you and have we to. went through this movie. We're like a half hour into this movie mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where, it, it, who who tells, oh, so Zora starts to get some more information about how terrible the mayor is. And I really oh, enjoyed yes, this part. Oh, yes, says the, God, you enjoy Where he's told that all firstborn males <laughs> must be named after him. Even the pets. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reign of terror, I think is what they call it. Like they have those little. Um, oh, they have like a little poster. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it says the yeah. reign of terror goes on for three weeks. So things are getting bad. His control is becoming out of is 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 just it's he's out of control. And Zorro, Don, Don Diego cannot perform as Zorro with this injury. He's hurt. He can't yeah. save these people from the tyranny of Diego. He's taxing them. Of Esteban, and, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, Esteban, yes. No. So he's he's kind of, he's nursing his injury. Don, the, the Zorro, Don Diego, who is Zorro, <laughs> is nursing his injury and is all broken up because this is his destiny. And now he can't fulfill his destiny because of this stupid foot injury. But who comes... Mm-hmm. To visit, which I was like, who's this guy now? But his brother Ramon? Is it Ramon, the brother? It is Ramon. I mean, it's Ramon for two seconds in this movie, <laughs> yes. Ramon shows up, and now Ramon's been away in England, I guess. Yeah, his father <laughs> thought that he wasn't manly enough, so sent him to uh, be in the military. Yes. In England, yes. yes. Mm hmm. And it's great because he shows up and he's like, oh, I'm not Ramon anymore. I went to the military. My name now is Bunny Wigglesworth. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> and nowhere in this movie does somebody go, Bunny Wigglesworth is not a name. That is the least no. shocking thing no. that I guess happens. Mm-hmm. His brother do doesn't very even say, good. oh, well. It's pretty easy. <laughs> when I assume the director was like, I don't know, George, act gayer than you already are acting. He's like, can I make him British? Great. Then I'll <laughs> do it. <laughs> no, just keep him gay. Oh, okay. Lovely. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, his brother, whose name is Bunny Wigglesworth, mm-hmm. shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, he- luckily, we don't really get their conversation. They don't really have to rehash what's happening and, and the fact that their dad was Zorro and the fact right. that, you know, Esteban's a bad guy. Um, they kind of get all that off screen. So mm-hmm. we, we sort of 
understand or we're, we're just put into, you know, the idea that now Bunny <laughs> – well, we do have a titular line spoken here. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. I even put that in my notes and I forgot. Yeah, yeah, we do have spoken by Bunny him, him her, himself. Um, when when the when the message sort of is relayed, like, okay, I'm gonna need you're gonna have to take over the the duties of Zoro because we need somebody to fight fight the the oppressing reign. And um, how does he say it? He says that I will be Zoro, the gay blade. <laughs> Right? Yes, just I mean, he just comes that? right out uh-huh. and says it. And and this is where, for some reason, that doesn't make any sense, but I guess it's just to get laughs, he paints half his face like George Hamilton, yeah. and half his face is Bunny Wigglesworth. This is so during... he turns side <laughs> to side and even talks like Diego on one side and then will turn and do his Bunny voice. With the other side and of one head. side of him, because when he's Bunny, who's Wigglesworth, he's kind of got blonder hair, right? He's got right. kind of blonde. He's got hair. like a, almost like Less... a powdered wig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, he does this like this <laughs> back and forth transformation. Even his outfit, I think. Yep. No, no, no. Yeah, yes, it's all happy. Yeah. He is even. And I like that they make reference to the fact that George Hamilton is so tan. Like he so bronze, says, yeah. you're so dark. <laughs> and half of his face is dark. And half of it it's is all very powdered. Light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, when he's get, so when he's Zorro, um, when he's Zorro, he has a sword. But when he's Zorro Gay Blade, he has a whip. Yeah, the Gay Blade isn't into the, into the sword. He wants to use a whip. And he wants to, um, and he, I guess, dress up the outfits. He wants to. Yeah, he sparks it know. out a little. Right, yeah. He's not into <clears throat> the all black look. Mm-mm. No. As a matter of fact, the first um, the first outing he does, he wears a red, a plum outfit. A plum, yes. Yeah. And he whips his entire name. It's yeah, not it's not just the Z. No, it's he the spells ent- <laughs> and it is pretty funny because you just see him continue to whip. It's a very long and drawn out scene because he whips several times for each letter that is then on the wall. <laughs> and he's just smiling the whole time. <laughs> With too. that crazy smile, yes. So he goes then and he, he kind of makes up for lost time, right? As Zoro the Gay Blade. And he starts um, kind of fighting quickly. all the... yeah. But you he's, don't see any of this. No, you, you see don't. see the one thing... But you hear it because, of course, each and every one of his tax collectors, mm-hmm. or I guess the people in charge of different districts, have to come back and talk about this crazy new Zorro uh-huh, uh-huh. that has been taking their money. And each one is not necessarily – each description isn't better than the other one, but I just love how <laughs> – I love how Esteban is trying to piece this together as though it means something. Like the color of well, he's trying to match up with fruits yeah. and vegetables. So he's trying to put this together. He's trying to decipher together. a message. Yeah, he's trying to figure out what is Zorro trying to tell me. Because, yeah, the first guy comes and he says, yes, he did it. and he But he was in a different colored suit. And he says, color? Like what? And the, he's described as plum, avocado colored. Banana colored, yep. red, and he even asked them like red like a tomato, red like a strawberry, no, red like a rose. Oh, so now he's doing flowers. Yeah. That really threw me because I love the yeah. first two are it's fruit, and he's like fruit, fruit, and then the guy says green like an avocado, and he's like avocado. 
is a vegetable. And, then and goes, they're like, no. No, wait, I think it's a fruit. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's like, no, it's a vegetable. And he's even like, okay, so two fruits, a vegetable, <laughs> a flower. He's really trying to put this trying together. Trying to figure out what does this all mean, right? Um, his outfits, though, when you do pay a little bit, like he wears a blue. At one point we see him in a – we see Zorro the Gay Blade in a blue outfit. He wears it a couple times, this hat that has that like a fringe effect on it, like tassels on it. <laughs> After this, and I said that I said that we don't see him doing this. After no. these guys describe it, we do see a little bit of a montage yes. of him helping people. Really, but um, more of him in the outfits helping people, like sort exactly. of. Exactly. Yeah. It's just more of him in the outfits. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. It. It's more like but, a show, yeah. And yeah. I like it as he's trying to track him and more people keep coming in instead of asking, like, where'd you see him? What did he do? His question is, what color was he wearing? What color was he wearing for you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what color was he wearing when you saw him? But this is kind of all just to get us to Lauren Hutton again because yes. we've forgotten that she's in this movie. Right. Um, this is just to get a scene of the two of them together. Oh, and yes. I guess I... she seems to have some connection to him, which I was like, she just met him for one night at that ball. Yeah, but she's so into him that he's oh, fighting for the so people. Oh, she's so into I mean, she literally says, I would do everything. Anything, Anything. Mm-hmm. you asked me to. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you mean, like, let's go shopping? And she's kind of like, uh, I guess so, maybe? Yeah, and she keeps coming on to him, and, and he's even going, walking to the door, and he opens the door, and he's like, um, perhaps next time, as he's leaving. <laughs> so, yeah, she's, she, it's kind of a good thing, because he doesn't ruin it for, um, the gay blade doesn't ruin it for Don Diego. No. The, the thing he he's got it. going He doesn't know with... what to do in that situation because yeah. it seems like – I mean it seems like – I mean his brother was Zorro for a day. Yeah, <laughs> so there's not a whole lot of information to give him. But right. I, I assume he didn't say anything about this Lauren Hutton no, no. to him. Anyway, the mayor – we get – the second scene with the mayor and Diego together. <laughs> so this is when he accuses him now. He's really on yeah, his trail. He even brings over the poster, <laughs> a poster of Zorro and roll, unrolls it and describes it while he's staying next to George Hamilton. And then he goes, does he look like anyone? And George <laughs> Hamilton goes, he looks like Zorro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is when he, he, he asked him, though, he... How is it now? He goes, no, Zorro is a gay. He's not. This uh, is when he tells him to talk like a sissy boy, right? Yeah, yeah. Say something. I want you to say something uh, like, like a, a sissy, sissy boy. boy. And, and this is when they oh do their God. back and forth. He he um, kind of tries to make him dance and, and move. It is and crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> well, if you don't want to watch this movie, just you can watch find this, this clip part, on yeah. YouTube. I, I found agree. it when I was looking for this movie mm-hmm. because he is just like swinging your hips <laughs> and flapping your wrists, and they are dancing and loving life and laughing and both prancing around. And this is again, I think. This is the part of the movie, the only part of the movie that could be seen as offensive, but it is so. But it's so silly over the yeah. top. It's yeah. so silly that you can't. That I agree. This is this is when some of the lines are dropped that you're like, "Ooh, would you say that?" But in this type of a movie and the way this is played out, it's so over the top. It's so silly because they're just yelling, you're just and laughing. dancing, and yes. running around, and shaking like, the hips. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is kind of like Robin Williams in the Birdcage. Yes, <laughs> yes. Was that offensive? Because 
Nazi fascism. This is yeah. not nearly as terrible as that. No, you're right. And it's, it is. It's another fun interaction between these two, I think. It is, but it is interrupted by oh, a yeah. scene that I found so painful where he sees the gay blade outside. He sees someone hood, wearing right. a long robe mm-hmm. and a hood. And it's the gay blade disguised as a monk. No, it's I not. I think it's the gay blade, like going out as the gay blade, but then well, right. to cover up, yeah, they exactly. say That's, that yes. it's a monk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got to tell you, I didn't write down a single bit of dialogue because I was bored senseless. Well, I'm sure they were saying something funny, but I was, was like, I need to get to something here. So they say, I think he, because again, Don Diego is trying to cover up like who is this person really? And he calls him the 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 dressmaker for the padre for the fa- he definitely kind of says he's some sort of um yeah like padre of some kind because he hasn't blessed him he says can we pray can we pray over him because as he's trying to get away he's like well see you I have things to tend to um the the Esteban asked him to pray over him he says you know no right. I have to find this Zorro I Zorro I need your uh, you know, if you really are a godly mm-hmm. man, please pray over me and just pray that I... And he does. He does some kind of weird prayer thing that he says to kind of wish him luck and send him sends him on his mm-hmm. way, right? And well, and, it, and I think he even says something like, this is my... This... Destiny? No, does Diego say something like, this is my brother or this is my friend or something? I think something. he calls him a... A cousin? He uses cousin. I don't know because he uses cousin again. No, I think he says something about it being somebody's dressmaker. I don't remember. It's some relation to him or somebody that he knows, which makes it funny because then the gay blade like rides away on the horse and it's like, you idiots. So that makes sense. Oh, that's what he asked. Oh, he tricked me. And that what? makes Esteban yell fruitcake at him, doesn't he? Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's exactly right. Yes. <laughs> and now we have another um, – this is when now um, Esteban's wife wants to have a ball because she has a necklace that she wants to kind of show off. She wants to so, show off this necklace. So, yeah, so he decides that, okay, this necklace is going to lure Zoro in for some reason – and then he will want to steal it to, I guess, give back to the people. Mm-hmm. Great mm-hmm. plan. I'll, he'll show up and I'll be ready for him, I guess. I guess that's his, the entirety of his plan. And Zoro does show up. Well, not just Zoro. So he has this... I do like... What, did you mention the outfit? So it's, again, it's one of these masquerade parties, mm-hmm. right? So I guess they're supposed to wear some sort of a costume. And Esteban is in, like, this weird king. Like, he's even got a fake belly. He's in, like, a weird uh-huh. king costume. He's carrying around a yes. goblet, and he's got the fake tummy on. Um, and his little toy soldiers are nearby. And everyone starts showing up to the party, and they're all wearing Zorro they're costumes, right? Zorro. But it is pretty great how he's like, what do you think? He's just going to walk through the door and say, I'm here. And, of course, the door opens, and Diego <laughs> Walks in as Zoro goes, I'm here. But then uh-huh. yes, every person shows up dressed as Zoro because they right. all got a message to come to this party dressed up as Dress- Zoro. To kind of trick them out. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Smart moves. Smart moves. Um, and this so- doesn't really like, I guess it's just so that Zoro can blend in because that idea of them all being Zoros doesn't really matter because Mm-mm. Bunny Wigglesworth. <laughs> 
Well, so she I comes guess, in as Margarita right. Wigglesworth. Yeah. I think that's how she's introduced. Right. I guess as as all this has been happening, I guess mm-hmm. Diego's foot has healed. So he's yes. now dressed as Zorro. Yeah. And you're right. Uh, the gay blade shows up. <laughs> Dressed as a woman in a mm-hmm. powdered wig and a big dress, and he looks super ugly. And of course, <laughs> Esteban loves her. Esteban says, "I think he says," um, and and she's introduced as a cousin. I think right, right yes. from out of town, uh-huh. and he looks at Don Diego and he says, "Your cousin isn't a woman." And Don Diego gets nervous, like, "Oh no, he knows because <laughs> she's a goddess." <laughs> But so, um, yeah, she shows up to this party or he shows up to the party Mm -hmm. and um, now he, as Margarita Wigglesworth or Bunny, kind of throws himself onto uh, the wife. Admiring her necklace, trying to help her out. And she wants wine wine all over her. Mm -hmm. And she wants nothing to do with him. She is so upset by him. She gets, she goes from zero to like crazy. This is a funny interaction, though, too. So she's got her necklace on, obviously. And she is, because of this necklace, she is being guarded by a bunch of Esteban's men, right? But then when she stains up her dress and she has to go into the bathroom, they can't go in there. The guards can't go in there. But Margarita, or Bunny Mm -hmm. Wigglesworth, can because she is a woman. So when she goes in there, she does this whole, like, almost like a weird Heimlich maneuver. She's like, back and forth. Let's do this because she's trying to get the necklace off of her. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. She kind of falls uh, uh, over herself to get to her. And the the Esteban's wife is so upset by this that she's just like, get off. Get away from me. Let me be free. Let me get out of here. She does. And she's like, I don't know how anybody spends time with that woman. And, uh her necklace is gone. Her necklace is gone. And it was the, all part of the plan. When she goes into the bathroom, it's written with lipstick on the uh-huh. bathroom, the Z. Right. Oh. So they all realize that Diego, who showed up and said, this is my cousin. Yes. <laughs> his cousin was Zorro, I guess, dressed as his cousin because <laughs> nobody detains Diego. Diego's like, I'm shocked by this. Yeah, exactly. I had no idea. She fooled me. Mm-hmm. And this is also a point in the movie where he gets the necklace. Mm-hmm. The two of them meet up. Diego and Bunny Wigglesworth meet up. Yes. Oh, yeah. Bunny Wigglesworth sh- is like, oh, I guess my time in this movie is over. <laughs> and he leaves. And I'm like, the gay blade has been in this movie for a half hour. That's, <laughs> That's all it. we needed. Like, That's all we it needed. It took 45 minutes. And at this point, it was an hour 15 into an hour and a half movie. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I guess that's it. No, that's it. She she rides off or he rides off onto his horse back to England mm-hmm. um, to not be the gay blade anymore, to just live his life. Just you know? go back to the military. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Oh, and then um, well, this isn't the happy fight. This isn't the complete no, no, no. ending, it's, though. It's not because this is finally Diego slash Zorro yeah. mm-hmm. gives this necklace to Lauren Hutton. Mm-hmm. And they finally kiss. Oh, yes. And she always knew he was Zorro. And I love it how she's like, for a while I wasn't sure, but I was pretty sure. They they do have their passionate kiss, mm-hmm. but then the word gets out. 
yes. that she's got the necklace and that she's going to help the poor people. And that's <laughs> not what the, the government wants at all. No, no. So they decide they're going to capture her because and make kind of a, a an example of her in the town square by executing her. Right. Paco, our mute brother, gets wind of all of this, right? He hears this somehow. Mm-hmm. And he runs back, signs it to um, Diego. Um, so they go to the town square. Um, she is, they've captured her. They are going to execute her. She's firing squad. Yeah, I mean, they have her tied to a post mm-hmm. in the middle of the square. Everybody, the whole town is out to see this. Soldiers are lined up with guns to shoot her for, mm-hmm. I guess, having the necklace, which makes sense, I guess. I mean, she got it from Zoro, and they can't get Zoro, so they're mm. trying to prove a point. But this then, is of why course, superheroes have to wear costumes. Exactly, too. they have to protect their identity. Mm-hmm. And their friends and loved ones. And their friends and loved ones. They need to get costumes for them, too. Um, <laughs> just a bunch of people <laughs> hanging out in a restaurant wearing costumes. We just don't want people to know. She's looking around the crowd, though. The crowd is feeling like, when is Zoro going to come and save the day? And sure enough, he does come. Um, she's going to go down, but he sacrifices himself. He says, I will give right. you. You can capture me if you will set her free. Exactly. And when he does that... Um, he even says, one of the lines is, I'm impressed with myself as well. Like, I can't <laughs> believe I did that. <laughs> yes, I too am impressed with me. I just did that. <laughs> I sacrificed myself. Um, but he is uh, about, They kind of just switch places. Mm-hmm, He's at the post, mm-hmm. tied up, about to be shot. Yeah. But then... A second Zorro in a more flashy outfit than we've gold. seen in this He's in gold this time. Mm-hmm. It is shimmering gold. That's it's beautiful. like he's wrapped in aluminum foil <laughs> spray-painted gold. It's very shimmery, very shiny, and he is ready for the fight. Yes. Um, and the villagers are too, right? Oh, the, so villagers, the villagers turn on the mm-hmm. army, mm-hmm. and then the army kind of turns on... Esteban, yeah. yeah, yeah. They they finally get, and I, even his wife turns on Esteban. Esteban goes, but I know right. you'll stick by my side. And she's like, you do have a sense of humor. Right. And she just moves on, like, no, we are over. We are so over. Oh, we did forget to mention at one point he and his wife are alone and standing in like the ballroom, and he's like, oh yeah, he mentioned dancing, and yeah. he has her on the ground, and he's like. You know that thing that we do once uh, a year? And she's like, yeah. He's like, there's still three more months left. <laughs> and he walks right, away. That's right. <laughs> Again, lots of great one-liners in this. Lots of them. Oh. So, yeah. So, the bad guy is soundly defeated yes. at the end. Mm-hmm. So, yes, happy ending. Okay, great. Like, we, right. we you know. But, um was it them? Oh no, no, no! It's not the gay blade in him. No, it's him and his wife mm. when they talk about moving, and they. T- so yeah, it's his wife. He ends up marrying um, Lauren Hutton's character. Lauren Hutton's character, whoever that yeah. is. Yeah, yeah the three named. I, I have it written down the three off. name. Yes, the gay blade rides off now that he's saved the day for the final time, and now um, the woman with three names and Don Diego can be wed, and they're talking about their future together, and she wants to move to Boston. Because it's a great city. Did you I hear did all of not, that? No, no, yeah. not at all. They have this very random, very silly conversation where he's like, and then he's like, well, why would I move to, like, 
She's like, I was thinking maybe you can give all my land, all your land to the people because you have so much land. Right. He was like, why would I do that, love? Where would we live? And she's like, well, I was thinking we moved to Boston. It's such a great city and we should move there. <laughs> yeah. Is that how it ends? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I did not listen to that conversation. The end. The end. Oh, right. The end. And that's the, that's Zora the Gay Blade. <laughs> <laughs> you are laughing out loud just remembering this movie yes i i have to tell you i i didn't know i thought oh no this is gonna this i didn't know how this was gonna go down and i i thought it was gonna have some uncomfortable moments because Mm -hmm. i just thought it was gonna be it was wonderful i enjoyed this movie i laughed out loud so much i had so much fun with it i thought it was goofy and silly it was like a like a Mel Brooks movie or, or something. It, it, I, I enjoyed I could it. I see that, yeah. I really wow. did. Yeah. Well, Jamie, that's why we do this podcast. <laughs> because I could not stand it. You hated it. I you hated, hated it. it. Really? I hated it. I was, you, I, I mean, in talking to you, when we watched Buckaroo Bonsai and you said you loved it. There's no way I would ever go back and watch that movie again. But listening to your love for this movie makes me think I might be wrong because I I did not like what it. What made I you found hate it? it. I, I found we... it extremely boring. I was so bored Ugh. watching this. I did not think it was as funny as you did. Now, remembering back, yeah, there were some funny lines, but mm-hmm. I just was – I was so bored. Every set piece – Every location – if you told me this movie was shot over the course of one week, I'd be like, yeah, that's probably right because yeah. every house looked the same. Every costume looked the same. Like it was – it looked like garbage and I was so bored by it. Yeah. Oh, see, I guess if you were looking for some sort of – I mean I just thought it was I, – I loved his little – it was accent was so extreme. The acting was so over the top. Um I was like you, like said in the beginning, like I don't really know that I know George Hamilton's work from anything else, but I thought if this is what I know of him, he was so fun. <laughs> and I think, uh, yeah, I just, it was so silly and such a fun romp. And I love the accents and I love that it wasn't, I mean, I guess if you really wanted to be offended by it, you could, but I didn't think you could because it was so goofy. It was, it was like a blazing saddles. It, it was, I had a lot of fun with it. I was pleasantly surprised. You have told me that you had to do this before. I have never had to watch a movie in installments before this one. Oh. I had to watch it. I had to watch it in three parts. Maybe I that's what made it long. I couldn't oh, get you... through it. Like oh. I seriously watched the first like half hour before Bunny Wigglesworth even showed up, and I was like, I can't, I can't watch any more of this. Oh no! And I had to come back to it. Yeah. I was not a fan. And once Bunny Wigglesworth left, I was like, I know there's only 20 minutes left, but I can't watch it. And I had to come back to it again. Yeah. Well, there. I might be wrong. I want people to let us know. I've heard from a surprising amount of people that know of this movie. Well, I could see why, though. I could see why. I'm sad that I didn't know about it because I, I mean, I'd like. Yeah, I, I. You're okay to like it. Don't don't feel bad. Oh, I'm. I don't I said, feel bad about I think it. I might be wrong here. I don't feel bad. I'm. I'm proud to say Zorro Gay Blade, my jam. Two thumbs up. <laughs> Enthusiastic. Yeah. Oh my god. True. Do you have any recommendations to this? Well, I was when you think about the like uh, the 
the whole actors playing two roles. There's mm-hmm. so, there really are so many of them, and it was yeah. hard to narrow that down. But while I watched this movie and and watching um, George Hamilton's performance and the way he played the Don Diego, and he was sort of this mm-hmm. like funny, sweet, sensitive Hispanic goofball, I guess. Right. Have you ever seen the show? Now I'm going to recommend a, a TV show, an Amazon show, Mozart in the Jungle. No, Prime well, always tells me to watch it. It but... really is. It's got that Gail Garcia Bernal. He was mm-hmm. from Most Paris and that Motorcycle Diaries. Sure. He plays a conductor of, um, I think it's the New York Symphony or New York Orchestra. Or, and his character that he plays is this silly kind of Mexican. He's a He's the conductor, but he's got this sort of... Naive, sweet, he's not a gay blade, mind you. But um, <laughs> the way he plays the character and just the, the, the way he it reminded me a lot of, I guess, um, Don Diego. Okay. Um, so, I always wonder about that show because on, it's on really Amazon good. Prime, it's just this big picture of, I guess, the cast because like Bernadette Peters is Yes, yes. And, and she does a great job too. And they're dressed in these insanely lavish outfits. And yeah. I'm like – is this like a – it almost looks like a high fantasy thing. I'm like, the is picture... this about like castles and dragons? Yeah, yeah. What's happening <laughs> like, here? Or is no. it about Mozart? I don't – I didn't know, but – The picture, I've seen that too and it doesn't do it justice. It's a. It's produced by and I think adapted by Jason Schwartzman and, and some Coppola oh. is attached to it as well. Jason Schwartzman is in it too for a little bit. Um and I enjoy him. So, but yeah, it's it's a really good show. I think it's on three or four seasons. All right. Um, and it is. It's just fun. Right. And and Gail Garcia Bernal does a great job in it. He's okay. very sweet. And I mean, and, I like yeah. uh, I like a uh, Jason Schwartzman. And you throw a Coppola in there. Okay. You'll I'm like it. That. You'll like yeah. it. You're happy yeah. with that. <laughs> so, um, what is yours? Where do you I go? Chose a gay comedy. Okay. Um, from just a few years ago, called GBF. Oh, called I don't Gay know. Best Friend. That's what it stands for. Oh. Uh, it's about a high school kid who is outed, um, mm-hmm. but because it's recent, um, it's kind of he becomes popular once he is outed as gay. Ah, I see. And I then, see. like the queen bees of the school, like the Mean Girls, sure. like. They give him a makeover and they want him to hang out with them and everything. It's directed by the same guy that made Jawbreaker. Oh, um, cool. But okay. it's a lot lighter than Jawbreaker. Okay. But okay. it's like a super fun movie. So that's my nice. recommendation. Good rec. A movie Good that rec. I thought was a little more funny oh, than I, the gay Blade. This was great. This wow. was really great. Oh, Jamie, this might be your sleepaway camp. I I felt like it, especially because I really didn't expect to like it. I thought I was like, oh, this is going to be so camp. I just, I thought it was going to, I just didn't think I, I was setting myself up for, for, for a bad time. And I didn't, it delivered wholeheartedly. Mm. I was laughing out loud from the start gonna, of it. I'm going to have to uh, reach out to George Hamilton and see if maybe he can call That'd you on your birthday lovely. or something. That would be so <laughs> lovely. Uh-huh. All right. So, so that good. is it for this episode. But we have another movie coming up and they keep coming. I was thinking with our next movie, since we plan ahead, we don't have a summer camp movie this year. So this might be the closest thing mm. we get to it, even though it's not a camp, but it's in the Catskills. And, Jamie, <laughs> sometimes we watch uh, movies that nobody's seen, 
like Zora the Gay Blade. Yeah. But sometimes we watch movies that everyone's seen like Dirty Dancing. Oh, yeah. The Delovely, the Delightful, the Jennifer Grey at her best Jennifer Grey. And the Patrick Swayze, I don't know, Roadhouse Patrick Swayze is pretty is that good. Her best Jennifer Grey. I, She's pretty great in Ferris Bueller. I got to tell you, other true. than Charlie Sheen, she might be my favorite person <laughs> in Ferris Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> but at least she's in that scene with Charlie Sheen, which is my favorite scene which, of Ferris Bueller. That's amazing for you. <laughs> I love that. Um, no, she's great. I mean, okay. I mean, I don't know. We could spoil our thoughts on Dirty Dancing because I've seen it way more times. I had seen it a lot back in the day, but I haven't seen it in a while. There was a summer. So, well, maybe I should share. I'll share this story when we actually oh, okay. do right. the movie. Was there yeah. a summer where you dated a guy and he was like, I need to break the window of this car. And he no. smashed it with a rock just so you wouldn't get rained no. on. No one ever put me in a corner. No, there was nothing like that ever happened. I can't wait to watch it again with these new eyes. These new eyes that are such fans of Zorro the Gay Blade and George Hamilton's comedy career. Yes. <laughs> He'll be like, Patrick Swayze is okay, but he's no George Hamilton. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you know who should have played Jennifer Grey's dad? George Hamilton. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing him in a lot of things. I'm not even kidding you. All right, everybody. Well, we will see you again in two weeks when we That's talk right. about Dirty Dancing. Remember, if you want to listen to us uh, talk about Blame It on Rio, and go many to our others. Patreon page. And many right, others. We've got, yeah, we've got but, more. So Right. Well, we will have more. That's well, the yeah. only thing we have now on yeah. our Patreon page. But we will have more. Sure. So go over. Check it out. Patreon.com slash... Good times, great movies. That's Follow that. us on Twitter, Facebook. We never say stuff like that. So every now and then we like to. All right. We'll <laughs> see you in two weeks. Bye. This podcast is part of the Podtron Podcast Network. For more, visit podtron.wordpress.com and Podtron Network on Twitter and Facebook.